0: Hey guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Blacked Out, brought to you by the Official Black Party. Join us May 11th as we celebrate what it means to be a black, brown, or queer person living in the Bronx. Presented by Green Fiend and of course us, the BX Blacklist. We want to know that you're invited, not just for education, but a night filled with fun and libation. Because after all, this is a party. (laughs) Tickets are available now if you visit any one of our social media outlets. That's at the BX Blacklist, at the BX, B-L-A-Q, L-I-S-T, or pick them up at the door, $20 entry after 9 p.m. Now, let's start the show. What's up, Bronxsters, Bronxites, and Bronx natives, welcome back to another episode of Blacked Out. I'm Rosalie Ruiz, and I'm here with my lovely co-host.
1: This is Randy Abreu. What's going on, Bronx, New York, USA? It's Randy Abreu. What? what? Blacklist? Who blacked out this weekend? We oh got news.
0: Snaps. Oh Cinco snaps. de Mayo. I blacked out this weekend. I blacked out this weekend. Actually. Alcohol is what got me through this week. I... Good tell. Talking of all things black, shout out to Angela's Pulse. I recently worked on a festival uh, this past week. Um, they were doing a performance at the Bronx Academy of Arts and Dance. Shout out to B.A.D. Yeah. Um, and it was the Black Out Festival. It was no, 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 my bad, it was dancing while black, dancing while black, that's what it was called, dancing while black, and it was a celebration of being black, brown, and queer and just living your life and doing you, and it was a great experience, um, I was lit the entire time of the festival. <laughs>
1: that sounds amazing, there's like. Uh- you can't help but think like, oh, Dancing While Black, you hit, hit, hit a couple moves and the cops pull you over
0: oh, right?
1: and you can't dance anymore. You can't dance anymore. It becomes like that movie. Which one was the movie where you can't dance anymore?
0: Oh, right. Footloose. But, Footloose. But, oh my God, talking about Dancing While Black. Black loose. Before we jump into, you know, all, all, <laughs> all the shenanigans um, of the past week. Did you see the Donald Glover Childish Cambino video? This oh, is, this, this is America. Is America. Don't, catch Don't, you <laughs> Don't catch you slipping up.
1: Oh, man. It's, um, I mean, hot, right? It starts off. It's like, oh, Childish Gambino. Danny Glover doing it again. And then oh. he's just like, that's cool. All oh, that's cool. He's like, oh, sneaking into the church. He looks kind of drunk. What the heck? And it's like, oh. I, I. Oh, okay. I guess I could keep moving my shield, maybe.
0: Oh. I. Honestly, think that this was probably the most important visual, uh, visual piece of art that we're gonna get in this generation. It was chock full of really important, you know, metaphors for the eyes. Right. Um, the one that's floating around on Facebook, I think that everybody at this point has seen is the. The white horse with death riding on top, All and right. the police escort in the background. This is America. Okay. not get, <laughs> get your money. Get your money. Get your money. It's
1: capitalism. It's the people in charge. I mean, the president. I truly believe is never going to support Black America and what it means to be Black and American. Trying to have your own culture, and and. Succeed from it So I don't know It's clear obviously From his action He hasn't invited the guy Who saved The Waffle House From that shooter One black guy Saves an entire Waffle House But he 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 stopped the white Shooter And this black guy Still hasn't been invited To the White House That tells me That the president Is not going to support These movements That are like Crazy while It's like the lynchings Of the past It's like mass murder And it's like Domestic terrorism And yeah. get your money It's capitalism And a lot of things China
0: China. Look, obviously the president's a racist. We don't really need to think think too hard on it. Um, but yeah, black men get your money. You know, who's about to get their money though? Uh, these women from this morning, you just told me about it. Not that long ago, Eric, Schneiderman.
1: Oh man, not their money, but also that justice. Wow. That
0: justice.
1: <laughs> wow. That's uh, four women come 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 to the New Yorker with some some salacious information, shocking information, disturbing, act information about Attorney General of New York Eric Schneiderman physically abusing them uh, with some slaps, with some punches, leaving leaving marks and. Wow, he's resigning as of May 8th, 5 p.m. It was pretty much a lock to win re election for Attorney General this year. Very popular uh, lawyer from of New York who's been challenging Trump left and right. He's like, tra, toma eso. We're like, we're going to defend people, by ya. And it, um, wow, it, it shows you just don't know people and what is truly happening on the inside. And wow.
0: Yeah, I'm. I didn't know what was going on because I woke up not too long ago. Um, <laughs> so, and I also don't have TV, which is terrible. It's not actually. I'm shielded from so many things by not having TV. Uh, that was
1: good. That was like some shock, and it broke last night. Kind of. Um, I think the article broke May May seventh in the morning and May seventh at night. Wow. Attorney General Schneiderman announces he's resigning May eighth. End of business.
0: I, there's something to be said uh, when you resign from your position immediately. I, I, I do feel like it's an admission of guilt. He released a statement saying that it was, um, it was consensual, uh, BDSM role play gone awry. <sighs> I. I don't know. I don't know. Who's to
1: say when the line's been crossed, Attorney General?
0: You got to have a safe word. Did they not use the safe word? Were you not listening?
1: I... Well, the NYPD is investigating, so criminal charges look like they may be coming, and if like there's that's open to depositions and court interviews, it's uh, a, lot, a lot of questions are going to be have to be
0: answered. Wow. Wow. Indeed. Wow thoughts. Role Indeed. playing. <laughs> yeah, what? It, it, this is like the
1: clear, we have to take a step back. And it's like you know, some people have demons. And it's nothing to, to yeah. be ashamed of. And, but you have to talk about it and be open about it. And one sign is domestic abuse in the home of men who just have this feeling that, oh, I'm a little more powerful. I can get away with this thing. And it's he's a he's the attorney general. So I don't know if, if I'm being abused by someone who has access to a lot of investigative powers and can make things happen. That's intimidating. But also look at, in the Bronx, a lot of, especially the immigrant women and just women in general in the Bronx who get abused by the men who sometimes here are like the breadwinners and support that that power struggle leads to some kind of abuse. And that, yo, that maybe, maybe that's a conversation we should also be having because this is, role-playing if some some there's pictures uh, of that's some hard role-playing back to rosalie was their safe word i don't know and (laughs) and then there was another article of a a woman saying who wanted me to be her black slave and call him master that's uh man we have a there's a problem with the media and how it's getting across to some people
0: yeah, I, 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 I don't know what to say. I'm still stunned well, by it. There's
1: yeah, no, it's shocking. You just woke up to this information. I've had about twelve hours now to digest this. Full disclosure: my first job, like position after law school was at the attorney general's office doing research investigative work. We were yeah, we were looking at. The cool stuff that you investigate and, and you want to make sure the laws are being followed. And you just don't know you, who these people are on the inside. And if they're going to be your public servant, your politician in this digital age, in this time when you you just can't do that, I think politicians are going to have to be more transparent about their lives. Just put it all out there. Let, let it hang.
0: We definitely need transparency, moving forward if this country is going to even be successful like this presidency is taking a huge toll on what it means to just be honest what is the truth like and it's so crazy because we know he's lying but you have so many people defending this known liar, and that's trickling. That's tru- trumped-up, trickle-down economics, Hillary. Trumped-up, trickle-down That's economics. what's trickling down. I got this... a hashtag for <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, th- that's what's the learned behavior we're getting. That's what's trickling down right now. It's this ability to lie so blatantly. And we're not saying that he's lying, but I also am not denying these this woman's experience you know there's two sides there's three sides to every story there's your side the other person's side and the truth
1: yeah yeah and they, for too long and i for too long women have just had to keep it quiet and it you really should believe women at all times but don't forget due process into this transparency that we're moving into our country could be still be the best if we're still. Yeah, everything's cool. Be yourself, but we'll go through a process to find out if you actually broke a law. It's uh, he, it looks bad for the A.G. A.G.O.G. Schneiderman looks real bad. Uh, he'll get his time to, to go to court or or negotiate a settlement, uh, some cash payments, and definitely I know they didn't come out to do it for money, but the money won't hurt, man. If the, if I got punched in the face like that. I, some people pay, do literally pay for that type of service. So these women should be compensated for I, for for ha- allowing him to get off on whatever demons he's got inside. In right. my opinion, compensate them.
0: Compensate them.
1: Com- compensate the disadvantage. Compensate the hurt.
0: <laughs> no, I listen, whatever your kink is, I'm not here to shame you. You do you. Uh but at the same time, you have to make sure there's transparency. Both parties know what's going down. You know, the, you can't have these kind of allegations coming at you, bro, if this is just a kink. Like, clearly, you didn't tell them the whole scenario. You didn't tell them you were working out demons. So, and, you, and
1: you kept it to yourself when you have such a, a position of trust for the public. So, at the end of the day, just, it's a bad look for a lot of people that vote. And you know me, I'm always bringing it back to the election. So, this brings up. An open election for attorney general. This September there's a primary now. November's the general. Rosalie, who's who's who you got? Rosalie, who you got? Uh
0: Letitia James, if I'm not mistaken. You like
1: Tish James, hey. hey. Yeah, she's the current public advocate, New York City. Uh, great attorney, great former city councilwoman from Brooklyn. Uh real dope progressive. I like Tisha I met her and she's uh nothing but great energy and Has been fighting for people for a long time.
0: There's also uh, Zephyr
1: Teachout. Teachout. Oh, from a little upstate New York. Fordham Law professor Zephyr Teachout ran for governor against Cuomo four years ago. Ran for Congress last year. She's in a real Republican spot, but she's a true progressive. Uh, she cares about a lot of issues that, that really matter to communities and can prosecute that. Tish brings a little Brooklyn flair, though. I don't know. I like Tish. She's uh, just as much of a progressive. Um, I don't know. They, they should debate. I don't know. Call it the debate time right now. I don't know. Debate, I don't know. Debate, debate. 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 <laughs> uh, they're, they're, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who can throw their hat in the ring. Uh, Danny O'Donnell, he's an assemblyman from Manhattan, but he's been fighting for criminal justice reform forever. I'd like that type of guy. Uh, Tess James oh, I from what I've seen from my i known she fights for the people at all times even from like personal conversations you can feel that Right. you right. like that about people so I don't know They're, those are two people <laughs> those are three people I feel I have, like probably have no demons at this point you can only hope <laughs> at this point you can only hope they don't have certain things they need to work out personally before they can finally <laughs> work for the people
0: that's all I'm asking for oh my god I just had the worst <laughs> headline appear in my head <laughs> Uh, I don't, I'm not even going to say it out loud, just in case I ever meet Tish James, so. <laughs>
1: Tish. <laughs> um, shout out to Tish James.
0: Shout out to Tish James. Shout out to, you know, all the good, real, respectable civil servants out there doing their job and working out their kinks yeah, consensually. Yeah, don't forget <laughs> to vote for them, too. They
1: work for you. Your tax dollars pay
0: that, pay that salary. They pay that salary. Oh, Lord. I feel like Cardi B right now. Yo, Uncle Sam, what are you doing with my money? I pay taxes. Like, what are you doing with my money? Tell me right now. Tell me right now. You saw that video?
1: Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you Audit doing? Audit the Fed.
0: Cardi B, Ron Paul. 2020. Oh, man. Um, yeah,
1: this, at least, like, make sure. What if you did any of these things at a hotel, like, on a business, like, a government trip? So like all of this is on company dime.
0: Yeah, that, that matters. actually, that matters. Um, so oh, come on. I'm sure more, more details are going to break as the day continues. Um, I want to take a quick break and give a shout out to our sponsors for today's episode, and we'll be back. So stay tuned guys. <laughs>
1: What's going on? I just wanted to invite you to a special night, Bronx Open Mic at Essentials 6, Friday, May 18th, Essentials 6, Friday, May 18th, come out to Bronx Open Mic on Fordham Road, 608 East Fordham Road, Spy Arthur Avenue, top three performers get a Bronx Open Mic trophy, it's all gold, 24 carry, all gold, come out, Open Mic night, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's lit. <laughs> okay, we're back. Uh, so on the break, I actually we got to talking a little chit chat in the we're we're sitting on the cheese couch. Mm. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, the bochinche. <laughs> I saw the cheese couch on Facebook. I don't know. I think it was we me too. I don't know. I I, I see a lot of things, but. Randy used to, you 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 knew Eric Schneiderman. You worked for Eric Schneiderman.
1: I used to work at his office in New York.
0: Okay, so we got to talking about that. I actually used to work for Senator Jeff Klein, and there hasn't been so much coverage on Jeff Klein, and it, it brings up that kind of double standard, and the whole point of me saying before like. If you resign, you're admitting you did some shit. Like, that's, you're not gonna leave your job knowing how amazing you are at your job if you didn't do some shit. Jeff Klein got accused of some shit. (laughs) (laughs) A young woman uh, with the last name of of Vladimir, what was, I think it was Erica Vladimir, if I'm not mistaken she accused um senator klein of kissing her forcibly outside of a bar in albany um i can't say if that happened jeff klein very rarely if ever addressed the canvassers which is what i was You canvassed
1: for him, yeah. I canvassed for him. You can't speak to his character.
0: Yeah, I can't speak to his character.
1: Because clearly you just don't know someone until you know them. Right. Which has been a theme. Right. Uh, Yeah, you got to... It's a movement where you're advocating to always believe the women because you have to be able to empower people to come out, especially the ones that are telling the truth. And there's a clear difference between A.G., O.G., Schneiderman, and Senate. IDC boss Jeff Klein. Um at least in what they did. But I if it's true, I see the same theme as men in power taking advantage of women. Right. And and right. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You saw the article, what do
0: you think? Um I again I would never deny any woman's experience. There's always your truth and what happened your perspective um and we can only want to know more that's it we can only ask more questions to gain more insight shout out to due process holla uh one of my former co-workers um, the chief of staff at the time, I actually met her when she was, she was not chief of staff. She was, I think his press secretary. Um, what? Yeah. That's what the press secretary. That's a position. That's a position. I was going to say press manager. That's not the position. I would, I yeah.
1: I don't trust that person.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I met her when she was the press secretary and like got promoted while we were working as, you know, on his campaign for reelection. Um, jesus more than a decade ago uh yeah but nevertheless uh alexis works for the daily news now alexis grinnell and she's grown exponentially in her career and congratulations to her she wrote an article pretty much surmising why you cannot anyone's side um you know i'm gonna just you know paraphrase it the whole gist of the article was they came to her with one of those character testimonials that you gotta sign when people get accused of this sort of thing yeah like he's a great guy he didn't do anything you you sign your name to that which I personally would never do Um, myself because my name means a lot to me like anyone who knows me knows that I protect my name so much so that not many people know my real name. <laughs> I think only a handful a handful of people know my real name. I don't even think Randy knows my full name. I bet I
1: now I'm sure I don't. <laughs> Saying it that way, that's the only name I know you by.
0: you hiding. So, your name is very important and Alexis basically said that while she worked for Senator Klein, she never had any sort of issues, neither did I, a lot of people I saw didn't have any issues, um, he always respected her boundaries, he, he always fought to make sure she had the same respect that he did when they entered a room, always cor- corrected people's pronouns and whatnot when addressing her, make, he sounded like an all-around great guy, but she made sure to end her letter saying, I didn't sign the testimonial because just because he was great to me doesn't mean he couldn't have been a piece of shit to someone else. I made that up. That's not a direct quote.
1: Yeah, I mean, A.G. O.G. Schneiderman could have been wanting to roleplay slavery antebellum night torture stuff with one woman. But that doesn't mean he wanted to role play slavery antebellum
0: stuff with yeah. other
1: women. So
0: Right. Maybe with that's the other a fact. women he just wanted to do I don't know, weird camping role play. I I, I don't I don't know. I don't it's, know
1: how this thing works. It's looks. a true fact. it's a it's a fact, it's fact. Like, yeah, just because he didn't do it to me doesn't mean he didn't do it to other people it's a position of power. When when Look, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I didn't write about this. But tell me if I'm wrong. When you're in a position of power like that, you don't usually prey on someone that can fight back. You almost look for someone who's like, I think they're just like vulnerable enough. So, of course, you're a sociopath. You think you're smart, so you think you're going to not go for the one that's going to either fight back or people are going to believe right away. You, you, you do it selectively. And you treat everyone else, like your sociopath way, very nice, sometimes gregarian, it's just like, it's kind of crazy. There's people like that that are out there. And we need to, man, let's have that conversation about mental health. Let's have that conversation about who's really around us at all times. Um, The internet provides, technology provides a great opportunity. To actually be more transparent about who's really around us. And if you actually need help, man, just get the help. Don't punch me in the face. Don't shoot up the church. Shit. I don't know. But New York, Attorney General Schneiderman was a New York State Senator. Mm -hmm. Jeff Klein, IDC big boss. Senator Jeff Klein is a New York State Senator. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: A former New York State Senator who is now the United States Senator for New York. It's Kirsten Gillibrand. Ooh. Segway,
0: segway, segway, segway. I think she definitely has some tea to spill on the scenario. Oh, I would just love—I would love to read her text messages.
1: How about <laughs> like these? I knew. <laughs> like I used to work with these here. They were the worst.
0: Like these motherfuckers. they it was only a matter of time. No, could I'm... you imagine
1: going to the water fountain? With that pig? <laughs> I bet. It would be fucking like, you got to play along just to like get along. It sucks. Like,
0: yeah, freedom. Yeah, it it does suck. But um, we're of course projecting this on to, to Kiki. um, Because, still a you know, we, we got a lot of faith in her. She actually just recently, about a week ago, a week ago, a week ago. About a week ago. um, She released a proposal to... Present post office banking. Yeah. Bring it
1: back, century old.
0: Throwback.
1: Throwback legislation. That's a cool concept where you go to the post office and you do what you normally do at the post office. Send things in the mail. Get that certified mail uh, priority. Or (laughs) now you can open a bank account. A public checking or savings account. And maybe... Get a low interest loan. Right? Pay back the fees real quick. A lot of people, I don't know. Uh, for people in low income communities, like the Bronx poor people, this actually helps because they might fall victims to other stuff.
0: Exactly. Um, in the hood, you have either one bank, no bank, or Payomatic, or your sofa. True. That's about it. True. Um, true. Payomatic, those fees, they they rack up after a while. You know, going to fill up your your refillable... Yeah, those check cashing yeah. places
1: are still making bank off poor people, and it's not it's not just the hood; it's in rural America too.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's Everyone's
1: true. getting fleeced, man. From the That's projects true. to the trailer parks, DJs to the parks,
0: we're getting <coughs> fleeced. Yeah, it's there's two types of people in this world. There are the underbanked and the no-banked. Um, right now, in both parts of America, like you said, inner city and rural, you're seeing a lot of no-banked people, and that's that's dangerous. These
1: the type of people that I believe Montel when he comes on TV and is like, hey, we'll give you a short-term loan. When you get paid by your check or your job, you hit us back, rack up like 300% interest, You can't... These are payday lenders. These are like some bad vultures, of course. So, I don't know. I think, like, post office banking, that's kind of lit. I like it.
0: I like the idea of post office banking, too. Um, I vaguely remember Mr. Mansdorf. Shout out to Mr. Mansdorf.
1: H-S-A-S, number one high school, New York State, all day.
0: Holla. Go, Senators. Listen to the last episode if you want more details. Mansdorf. Mansdorf. Um, But, yeah, I, I remember... You know, this was something that was available. Listen, America was great, like, in the 1800s in certain aspects. However, however, there was a lot of fucked up shit going on that... That's the reason why we're here today. One of the great things that happened in, in the 1800s was at the bar, you can literally get an ID... And you can live there and get your mail there. And right across the street from the bar was the post office where you can set up uh, your banking account. This is why you go, you see these old western timey towns. You always had a bar and a post office.
1: I didn't know about the bar. You can live there.
0: Yeah. Bars were like it was a public house. That's why they're called pubs.
1: I see. Ha. <laughs>
0: Yeah. That's good. You get a meal. You get a place to sleep upstairs. Like, women were always available. Because, you know, prostitution was legal back in the day. Shout out to sex workers. Do your thing.
1: Do your thing. health insurance. Legalize the health insurance.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah. These were the mainstays of a town. If you wanted a successful town. Bar, post office.
1: But over time, the bar was we're going to shed the public part and we just going to have the business of the bar. And the public stuff became hotels. Right. And at the post office, over time, from like 1918 to 1940 or something like that, mm. it was a big, it was a good time for especially immigrants to use the post office to get banks. But over time, even the banks went private. Mm. And... The, out of all of them, it's like the banks have been winning big. The, the bars are still making money, and the hotels are making. The post office is broke. They're not making any money. Yeah,
0: they, they are flat broke, dead broke, broke like a joke.
1: $2.04 billion deficit a year. No, first quarter, was it?
0: It was first quarter as of 2016, I think it was.
1: It's uh, so the priority in the ship and the certified mail and those fees—it's not working, and the post office is likely to go bankrupt. So this proposal by Senator Gillenbrand is a boost. It'll at least—the last time it was a boost, it was about forty years. So this can actually—it'll help low-income people, help poor people across America, and maybe the loans and the fees and the savings and checking account, the bank might come up. We're in the red. If you run out, if you run a if you run any of those private corporations with a deficit like that you'd be kicked out so you need to make a change with the banks and you and put the post put the banks in the post office a public banking option
0: yeah i i think banks need more competition because at the end of the day there is only really three banks that matter there's chase jp morgan chase the chase the house of chase of course there's Citibank, Citigroup, the Bank of Alexander Hamilton,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and uh, Bank of America.
1: Think how good it would be for people in the hood like, get that little get that low low fee loan from the bank. We all got ideas. I'm trying to open up my own record studio. We're shout all- out Lucid Legend. Shout out Shado. Hey. Nah, I'm joking. But everyone's got ideas, here, and it's like it, we're inspirational people. And those big banks are just gonna look at our credit. And be like, oh, you grew up poor and you took out student loans. Joke's on you. They should have told you that 20 years ago. So, you know, that might actually help. What, what you mean? You're going to make us go to payday lenders for a little hookup? Or, they, like, sometimes that's why people refer to the street. So we're missing out on a great opportunity to actually engage and empower people throughout America. Shout out Kiki Brand, Always doing it for America.
0: Yeah, she really wants to be president. And <laughs> I, I support her. I support her. Yeah, support it's support your run. There's cons to this, but really right now, the only con that is being brought up is the, the post office can't do it. They can't sustain it. They can barely focus on and implement properly delivering mail. But why is that? Because it's running at a deficit. Because people... Are sending email. People are not using the post office to send things. They're using it to receive things. That's the difference now. We have not figured out. Everything evolves. And the post office has evolved into a place where you don't really go there to mail your stuff out if, what, maybe once a month twice a month if
1: you have to if you
0: have to if you don't have a payomatic you go to the post office to get what a money order that's about it nobody's going but you're receiving things you're buying things from Amazon you're buying things off of Jet you're buying things online and that's coming from your post office so they need to make revenue they need money somehow and this is a great option as of 2014. It's good
1: point. It's Good point.
0: There was an independent study done saying that postal banking would provide 9 billion dollars annually. That would be 9 million dollars to supplement
1: 9 billion. 9
0: billion. Wow. That that's good
1: for the we're in a deficit 2 billion for one quarter. Right. Four quarters in a year that's 8 bill we made one billion dollars just from postal banking. And then we need someone at the post office, uh, the secretary of the post office, making mailing hot again. I don't know, we need, we need commercials, we need Shaq coming out with something.
0: The post office needs to supplement what we've lost as social institutions. And it can be another community center to learn how to be financially responsible, hold First-time loan uh, recipient seminars. First-time home owner seminar. Home buyers. This The post office can be so much more than just a place where you're receiving things.
1: They should make stamps with Obama and Trump on it and keep track of how many sell. <laughs> post it live. <laughs> make that money. Post office. You saw Childish Gambino's video.
0: This is America. <laughs> Make that money. Don't get you slipping up. Don't get you slipping up. Um, but we're slipping up. We're slipping up when it comes to evolving um, and, and, and trying to keep our... I remember when I was younger, I don't know if it was the same for you, but the dream was getting a state job, a city job, federal job. Federal was the peak. Federal was your goal. Your goal. You started off with the city. You made it to the state and you go federal I worked for the city and the state I, like I said, I've mentioned it before I didn't like it, they're not the gold standard of work, but that's because these institutions have not learned to evolve with the rest of society it's true if if the process evolved if how the money was made evolved, if it didn't just rely on bureaucracy Things would be so much, so much more.
1: Bureaucrats have a way of slowing things down and making things slow down. I, I worked, my first experience out of school was at the federal level. And I feel like I lucked out. Well, actually, no, I worked for A.G. Schneiderman, so that was state, and then federal, okay. but you definitely see the difference in how things are operating, things are moving, but the bureaucracy, I still think, is the same at all levels. Oh, it yeah. can be suffocating at times to have to maneuver so many departments within one agency just to get an approval of an entire administration, yeah. and it makes things hard, so you need good decisions, you need bold moves, no small steps, and in these bold moves, you get to reorganize things, so... The post office and you got the treasury, we're looking at how to build a bank agency within the post office now. So remember what doesn't work from the past and make a new agency so that in three years you have this thing up and running. And it's a short-term investment for big returns later on.
0: Yeah. All that. I believe that. All that. Um, Yeah, I... Basically, it's a yay from us, Kiki. Uh, <laughs> I think the only people, and this was actually a quote from the HuffPost, the only people who would really be against this bill are people who are in favor of payday lenders and people who are corrupt and want to hurt low-income Americans who want to keep them stuck in a terrible cycle of poverty.
1: Yeah, and that's the only other way to look at it is they only see us as a way to make money, and they don't yeah. even care about keeping us. in. they don't care about us at all. They're just like, look, we can make money doing this. Yeah. And as laws evolve, they try to evolve and keep trying to funnel money as much as possible, siphon from the poor. That's the problem. We should like really start spending money in our own communities, and like instead of the money's always coming in and going out right away. Look at rent, like 60% of your money goes to rent anyway. Credit
0: unions, yo. That's a safe way to have community banking if, you know, this bill does not pass.
1: Yeah, this bill should pass. It should just be one centralized place to take care of a clear uh, danger but an obvious opportunity.
0: Right, right. Come on. Yeah.
1: Come on, America. Put that that Obama-Trump stamp.
0: Let's make America great Christmas. again. Make it
1: great. Make it great. Let's
0: make it great again. All we need to do is bring back the hotels inside the bars and we'll be lit. <laughs> Gun Hill Motel <laughs> Pub. <laughs> right? Like, you know it's a great idea and you're laughing. You know it's they a great idea. They shut down Sin City. Is it really know.
1: shut down forever? I think uh, it's all shut down. Ah,
0: oh, damn. I've never been. allegedly. I've, I've been once. It was wildly expensive. Um, and she... Ah, she didn't she didn't she didn't shake as much as I would have liked her to. For You have a standard
1: of shaking. My money's worth.
0: Yeah, you know, like don't give me a half ass shake cuz it's a Tuesday. Yeah. We go up, we turn up on a Tuesday. You don't listen to yeah, I Yeah, you got to no,
1: you got to put it all in. You got to put it in every night.
0: Yeah. That's, like don't do
1: it on like a like a local TV night. Nah, man, just because like I bet because then when ESPN shows up or you go on national TV, she's going to shake it. She's
0: going to shake it. She's going to give them all that she got, but she did not give me her A game.
1: You never know what someone's going through in their life. So, so,
0: you know? That's true. Don't come to work that day then. (laughs) Um, (laughs) With that being said, we are going to take a quick break and then wrap up the show. Stick with us and thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Blacked Out, brought to you by the Bronx Academy of Arts and Dance and the Arthur Aviles Typical Theater. It's not so typical when you catch a show there, though. Uh, visit their website at bad that's b a a d dot org to catch any one of their events or program listings. The Boogie Down Women's Festival, I believe, is in full swing, so you're going to want to check that out. That's B-A-A-D.org, the Bronx Academy of Arts and Dance. Now let's wrap up the show. <laughs> What's all these men going to do with all this power? No, No one
1: man should have all
0: that power. Facts. For real, for real. I think that's the one true Kanye statement hmm. <laughs> we can say nowadays. Um, homeboy, homeboy's lost his mind, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. I I don't want to give him the time of day.
1: <sighs> uh, he's always been like on his his own spaceship, in my opinion, and he's on something. here, yeah, I don't know. Independent thought. You don't always have to vote a certain way. Wake up to being able to grab opportunities. Childish Gambino said it.
0: This is America.
1: I don't got you slipping up. And maybe we allow ourselves to get fleeced by these payday lenders. Be intimidated, get gotten by these powerful men. Make us role play with them. What is that all about?
0: Pineapples. Pineapples. (laughs) Pineapples.
1: <laughs> there's something, yeah. There's something to be said about it. You can't promote someone like Trump though, who's clearly like anti-supporting black culture and black communities. Yeah. Like I get it. He's he's got thin skin, right? So like, yo, they've gotten at him hard. Yeah. They got under his skin. You hurt you heard Trump's feelings, everyone.
0: Oh, yeah. But I, that's no
1: excuse for the president to do what he does. So he should act presidential. Bottom line.
0: Yeah. Uh we we've definitely been guilty of some bullying, some online bullying, but is it really bullying when you're bullying the bully? Like does that work or it, it, I don't know.
1: Ask Melania Trump.
0: <laughs> oh, Melania, I she's the unsung hero of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um but going back to black culture, it's definitely taken a hit this week with everyone feeling like they lost they lost their savior, their genius, Kanye. But um, I want you to remember that there are other ways to celebrate who you are, what it is to be a person of color. And we're doing that this Friday. We're doing that. What's happening? Uh, We are holding the first official black party. What? The what? black party. <laughs> you know it. We're all about these uh puns and double entendres. What's happening at the black party? We've partnered with Green Fiend. They are a... Uh... Shut out Green Fiend. Yeah, holler. Green Fiend. Um, check them out, greenfiend.org. It's a... Women of color run a uh, initiative for environmental awareness and um local education programs, so they just really advocate to make the Bronx cleaner and who can be mad at that? no one no one, no one um so they reached out to us and we're putting on a bash. We're putting on a hoot nanny. A shindig, if you will. Celebrating what it means to be black, brown, and queer. and Living in the Bronx. And just doing you. Living your life.
1: Perfect. I'll be there.
0: Holla. Hey. The black party. The black party. Is there a dress code? Um, dress lit. Be dope. <laughs> I'll be myself. Yeah. Hell the, yeah. Be the dope you that you are. I mean, you look pretty dope right now. Homeboy rolled up to my block like... Looking like some sort of combination of Miami Vice and Narcos, but the one with the the one with the mustache, that guy. Mustache, narcos. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, who I'm talking about. Look, like I'm going for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got he? my aviators on. What's his name? I forgot his name.
1: I don't know. He got Pablo.
0: He got pa- the white guy. Got Pablo.
1: No, oh, oh, his friend did it.
0: Yeah, I don't think. Um, Jesus. Anyway, I'm gonna watch the new season. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm gonna watch the new season. Is a new season of Narcos? Not yet. It didn't because. One of the guys died. They were filming in Mexican territory. And he got killed by the cartel. Wow, wait, really? No, seriously. I Goog- blacked out on that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Google Google it. I right, know. Mm-hmm. It's intense. Um, but yeah, that you definitely got that vibe going. I, I approve. I cool. approve. Uh, but yeah. I hope everybody can come check out the party. Come check out that party. It's when got, is it again? It's May eleventh, this Friday. This Friday, Friday May eleventh. What time? Uh nine p.m. to to be determined. TBD. Question mark. Where at? Uh, Bronx Academy of Arts and Dance. Bad. 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 Who's bad? I'm bad. Blacklist. Black party. <laughs> Black party. All right, that sounds tough. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. So we hope you can make it out. Twenty dollars at the door, everyone. I'm. I think the only thing that's left right now is VIP tickets and tables. Um, So if you've got the money want to throw down. This is a fundraiser so we're not splurging your money on renting hotels to conduct BDSM sessions with our staffers and interns. Too soon? Too soon. I think it's too soon. Um, This money is going to a good cause. It's going to teaching your children how to appreciate the Bronx. It's going to uh, local activist groups that lobby and go to our council members and just harass the shit out of them and want to make the Bronx better. That's actually how I met uh, the co-founder of Green Fiend. She was at the community board just, you know pitching her case as to why we need to compost more in the Bronx.
1: Shout out to going to the community board randomly to talk, pitch your stuff. Like yeah. Everyone should go once, see what's going on in there, they plug your stuff, and then see how you can
0: build. Exactly. So, come through. We're looking forward to seeing everybody shaking hands, kissing. Don't bring babies. I'm not kissing babies. Um, <laughs> I will kiss any pretty women, though. I, I'm a flirt. Ro Kelly. Oh no, maybe I shouldn't quote. Because ah, he's, he's a powerful man accused of sexually abusing yeah, people. Jesus, out. man. Do not quote uh, Alright, I think this is a good place to sign off. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Blacked Out. I'm Rosalie Ruiz.
1: I'm Randy Abreu wondering, do we gotta burn our Juno Diaz books now? Dang. That's real. It's been blacked out. See you next time.
0: <laughs> Stay black, everybody. Peace.